plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Hello, how are you? It is Wednesday, November 9th, and this is our Locked On Raiders podcast with Bill Williamson. It's bye week, kind of slow. Don't know how I'm going to approach the rest of the week. I think, I'll let you know, but I think I may do a little, well, definitely tomorrow I'm going to do kind of a grades team awards and Friday I'll probably do a quick AFC West show. And then I, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to have a show on Monday. I've always had, I've never taken a day off. Even when I've had a friggin' do tape three times, I still said, but there just may not be anything to talk about on Monday. It's, it's either that or Friday. So if I take Friday off and not talk about the AFC West and then talk about the AFC West on Monday... Because Raiders are off on Monday and Tuesday, so it's going to be pretty slim pickings next week. And then they're off, um, they have a light practice today and light practice tomorrow, and then they're off on Friday. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. But thanks for listening to Locked On Raiders. This is the part of the fastest growing podcast network on the internet. We have every NBA team. We have every NFL team. We're on demand on iTunes. Please subscribe. Every day we go. You're not getting that anywhere else. So please check us out. If you want your local ads, if you think your company would be a great fit for just a Locked On Raiders, give me an email at Billco95MSN. Very reasonable rates. Check it all out. Check out Matt Williamson's Locked On the NFL Vinny Ayers, Locked On Fantasy Football. The Fan Rag Sports Network. All their, all my Locked On Raiders podcasts are embedded into their Raiders stories. Check out my work on All 22. That's my main gig. Send me your Twitter questions. At B. Williamson NFL. I got one today and I appreciate it. Kind of get rolling here with this. Andy... 32RJO wants to know if when Mario Edwards returns and if Alden Smith returns, will that make the Raiders' defense at least mediocre? He wants to know. And could it potentially challenge New England? Yeah, I mean, look at I, I think we'll probably see Edwards back in maybe two, three weeks. Don't know about Alden. He could be back reinstated next week. But he'd still need time. So these are stretch run guys. They certainly weren't hurt. I don't think they would make a Raiders elite on defense. But mediocre, sure. And, and they're getting better on defense. Um, 
but challenging New England. Look at anybody can beat anybody on any day. So if the Raiders, who might get the number two, if they win this division, they're going to get the number two seed. I'm a little worried about Kansas City for the Raiders. I think Kansas City might be a better team, and they got the win over the Raiders. And if Kansas City wins on Sunday, they're tied in first place with the Raiders. Um, but you know that West that West Division champion is likely going to get the number two seed. How about that? You go from no playoffs for 14 years to getting a first round bye. How cool would that be? I know fans would be like, "Ah, man, I want to see him play." Oh, bull. Snap, you take that you, you take that buy in the playoffs. That's one step closer to a Super Bowl parade. You take it. That's like when 2010, when the Giants were about to clinch in Texas, I, I, fans were going, I kind of want to win at home. Okay, let's lose this game and then take a chance of screwing up two games. No, you, it's been 56 years. You win on Mars if you can. That's what the parade is for, home celebration. So it's it's not a it's not out of the question that the Raiders could have a first round playoff bye. So then you get by that game, and then you probably play the Patriots. I don't see the. I mean, hey, I mean, I guess number one seed is still available. I mean, certainly it's it's possible. Um, but Patriots look like a runaway runaway train, don't they? I mean, they look like they're in good shape. Now, if there's some key injuries, you never know. So, okay, could they challenge the Patriots? Again, any given Sunday, but I think the Patriots are 20 points better than the Raiders. I just do. Next year might be a different story. So I don't know if, quote, those two guys will help them challenge them, but I do think the Raiders could beat the Patriots on any given day, and anybody could beat. And I do think that that defense... We'll be a little better with those two guys in. So, Andy32RJO, I appreciate it. If you want to send me a Twitter question, that'd be great. Bilko, excuse me, that uh, it is actually B. Williamson NFL. So, thanks for that. I think it's time to give a little love to some assistant coaches here. I'm just going to kind of uh, get to some points the rest of the show that I didn't Earlier in the week, so I'm going to talk about some just some outstanding efforts from coaches and players before we wrap up this bi-week Wednesday show. Bill Musgrave is doing a really good job, guys. He really is. He's a really calm, a calming guy. He's a very quiet guy. He's a very good guy. He's a very decent guy. He's kind of studious. I think he's a good fit for the quarterback. Because Derek Carr is just a, such a good, decent human being, and he doesn't need some, you know, whack job. And I just think that they're very, they're just very calming, and they're very professional, and and, it, and it's just a good fit. And I think another guy that deserves credit is, is Mike Tice. Everybody talks about his offensive line, and yeah, I mean the Raiders spent a lot of money on the offensive line, but I think this is just a. A good fit. Mike Tice is a really good, excellent football coach. Didn't have great success as a head coach, and he might have too much personality to be a head coach. He's too much. He has too much of a sense of humor. He's too fun of a guy, and it's almost sort of like Rex Ryan, you know, that he's just kind of too fun of a guy to be in that position because you you kind of foot in your mouth, and it's you know guys like Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, those are guys that. 
are, are the good head coaches because they just they're just got no personalities. You know what I mean? They're just all football. But Mike is a really good. What his personality fits being an offensive line coach, and and he's doing a great job. And and, and I just wanted to really kind of point out those two guys. That it's just not all the players. And I know when. When when teams are going good, coaches don't get much credit. And when things are going bad, I mean, look how many times you guys wanted to fire Ken Norton Jr. this year. And you still may. And you still might later. So I, But I wanted to just give a couple coaches. And, there's, and these aren't the only two coaches that are doing a great job. But I just wanted to give those guys some credit. Bruce Irvin, you know, I don't think he's a great all-around player. But I think he's got some fire, and he's definitely got some talent, and he does have a nose for the ball. He's a great strip sack type of guy, so he has made an uh, an impact, a positive impact. He's always a threat. I mean, if you're going to win playoff games, especially on the road, you're going to need some turnovers. So he may be your guy. And again, I don't think he's a complete player, but there's value in Bruce Irvin. Rookie Darius Latham, he's one of those. You know, we we talk all August about the rookies that stand out, and he stood out, and a few rookies stood out in that time. But he, you know, the, the most of the rookies have been pretty quiet this year. Most of them have. Latham came in and played pretty well against Denver, so maybe he's a guy we need to watch the rest of the way. Haven't talked about this guy much. He's one of my favorite guys when I was there. At all times, and he's getting a lot of airtime now. Is Marquette King, you know, the goofy dances and the the goofy tweets. He's a really neat kid. Um, a little different, but I mean, I think you know that by just watching him on on the field and with his dancing and his social media. But it, it, it's a good different. It's a harmless different. He's he's fun loving, but you know what? He's also he'll talk to you all day long about stuff. But if you ask him a couple of questions that is for work, he gets a little knotted up, gets kind of tightens up. So he's an interesting guy, and he's a fun guy, and he's a heck of a punter. I mean, look at the Raiders, man. Just I love that some teams just always have greatness at one position. You know, the Packers at quarterback, and you know the old Penn State linebacker U stuff, and and now it's the Raiders and the punters. You know, I'm a Ray Guy, Shane Leckler, Marquette King, just boomers. Just really, it's really kind of funny how that that tradition continues. Menelik Watson comes in and plays well. He's, he's getting his health. He'll be a starter when he's fully healthy. I think that's important because to keep that offensive line continuity going. And, and he's a guy that needs to play. I mean, he's a guy that we'll probably talk a lot about in the offseason. Because, again, I think he's going to be 28th this year in December. And he's very played very little. And this is just a dude that was a second-round pick just three years ago. So he hasn't played much. And, I mean, sooner or later he's going to be in his prime and he's going to be raw still. And that that's just so rare. So he needs to get some playing time. And, and he does have ability. Tice loves him. I'll tell you that. Wrap up the show of just, just kind of recognition Wednesday, you know, on a bye week when we can kind of talk about things. Just Denver Kirkland's come in, and he's kind of taken the Lee Smith role, not as a tight end, but as the extra offensive lineman. And they that Lee Smith was really critical before he got hurt. 
And, and Denver Kirkland is a guy with really no experience. He's come in and he played a lot against the Broncos and, and really helped kind of keep that great pass rush at bay. So we'll see that alignment a lot during games against teams with great pass rushes. You know, be Kansas City and Denver again, and then certainly in the playoffs, pass protection is at a premium. So he's a guy that's come in and, and done well. There's really not too many people that aren't doing well in Oakland. <clears throat> and if the defense can continue to make strides and the penalties can slow down, sky's the limit. So tomorrow on the bye week Thursday, I usually talk about players to watch in that upcoming game and things that happened at practice the day before and injuries and stuff. But I think it's going to be pretty quiet over there today. I mean, there's going to be some availability, but there might be a quote or two to talk about. It's been pretty quiet there until next Wednesday. So um, I'm going to talk about my, my grades and my awards for the Raiders on Thursday. So please join me then. I appreciate it. Have a great Wednesday. Enjoy life. Thanks for listening to Locked On Raiders podcast with Bill Williamson. Listen to the entire Locked On network. We'll talk to you Thursday. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.